0: Seltzer king's podcasts what the hell are you thinking is the show that talks about everything you thought you knew i mean well not everything we we don't do math but the kind of things that make the world the way it is today confusing annoying contradictory and often extremely stupid join host dave bledsoe as he explores the past 50 years or so and explains how dumb things were then and why they're even dumber now because those things happen You can listen every Monday morning at WhatTheHellPodcast.com or on your favorite podcast app. I've lived a long time, Buffy,
1: and I'm past that. I've been with dozens of girls like her, more. Oh, this honesty stuff is fun.
0: And there's no comparison. In 243 years, I've loved exactly one person. Oh... It is me, right? Next
1: time, just ask. Okay. Buffy, be careful with this gift. A lot of things that seem strong and good and powerful,
0: they can be painful. Like, say, immortality? (laughs) Exactly. I'm dying to get rid of that. Funny. I'm a funny guy.
1: and welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We're just two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the first time, giving our review, our reaction. We're your hosts, I'm Joe Welke. I am Vance. And today we're talking about season three, episode 18, titled Earshot, directed by Regis Kimball, written by Jane Espenson, the original air date. Now we're getting into some craziness here because there is a little bit of chicanery happening so the original air date for this is september 21st 1999 to an audience of 5.08 million people however this episode was originally scheduled to be broadcast on april 27th but it was postponed due to the columbine high school shooting massacre that happened on april 20th in 1999 so this uh this episode got pushed quite a bit. Um actually the next episode, episode 19, aired before this one did. So with that being said, Vance, what do you think about this episode?
0: <laughs> wow, what a what a lead-in to this. Yeah. <laughs> uh what do you think of that? Uh this episode started out a little slow had a really weird messaging at the end. I was going to say I w- I wanted to, the
1: first question I wanted to ask you about this episode is do you think it was handled tactfully?
0: I think it was handled in the way Buffy the Vampire Slayer handles topics like this.
1: I agree. Like, I there's a part of me that says like this isn't very tactful. There are tactful moments.
0: Yeah. But then they get undercut weirdly that undercutting just i was just like really guys yeah really it was
1: odd especially considering the subject matter that they're tackling here yeah which is very i mean it's still salient even to this day i know (laughs) which is very unfortunate like even more so today yeah um but yeah this one i was like Okay, this is kind of tactful. This is interesting. It's an interesting spin on this kind of shit. And then it just goes out the window for me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then they just go Buffy silly, which I loved. I love yeah. the Buffy silly. Then they go undercutty. Mm-hmm. And then they also do the thing that the show does, right? Throws in a really random twists reveal that you don't expect coming. Yeah. And you're like, why is that even here now? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's... It's a
1: bizarre one. I can see why it got pushed back, especially after the Columbine High shooting. What yeah. I, that was the, f- okay, so let's just talk about this really quick mm-hmm. before we get into the episode. To me, I feel like the Columbine High school shooting was like, The first big school shooting that I can remember,
0: is that like kind of the first big one that you can remember too? Yeah, that was a big one that made like headlines and it was just like, because it was the two kids, they had armed guards going in there and they just were like running through that place. They made the documentary that I think won an Academy Award maybe. Uh Like like this
1: one, so there's a line in this episode where they talk about like how common school shootings seem to be Mm -hmm. and this episode predates... Columbine which I thought was like you know the first big one Mm -hmm. and then then I was just kind of thinking after I heard that I was like I mean how common was it before Columbine like I don't remember maybe just because of my age or whatever but I don't
0: remember any like big school shootings happening before that no I mean they probably were like school I think it's tricky because I'm wondering if because I knew like certain schools in Baltimore would have like the public schools would have you have to add clear backpacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't, I can't remember if that was before or after Columbine, but it was more like, oh, there's people, kids bringing guns to school and a fight might break out and a kid might shoot someone. But it yeah. wasn't, I don't think it was so much, you go in and you shoot up a whole school, but yeah. they referenced that in this pre-Columbine. So I don't, Yeah, I would have to do a little more research. Um, me too and i did not uh, <laughs> i love how i
1: was like do you think that this episode was handled tactfully and then i'm like are we going to handle
0: this it's tact- <laughs> gonna be
1: handled <laughs> as tactfully as we do we're gonna try everybody i've got a mountain dew- i've got a limited edition mountain dew flavor with me it's called voodoo so who
0: knows this could go off the rails and the subtle sponsorship that we keep getting
1: <laughs> i know mountain dew voodoo it's a mystery flavor people Um, but all right, shall we get into the episode here, Vance? Before we get into it, I
0: want to, I do want to give a shout out to, uh, Carolyn or Caroline W37, who left us a really lovely review on Apple Podcasts. Oh Uh,
1: yeah. 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 Remember everybody. Yeah. You review us on Apple Podcasts, You get a shout out. You get
0: a shout out. Shout out. Shout out.
1: So thank you. What is it? Carolyn W36 something. 37.
0: Uh, Caroline, Carolyn, Not sure of the pronunciation, but sure. Yeah, we appreciate right, it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Glad, doing we Glad you're doing the show. remember we got a Patreon the show.
1: Remember, we got a Patreon too. We're gonna to have some extra shit coming up on there real soon. Um, so yeah, stay tuned. All right, so this episode opens up with a recap of the last episode of everything that uh, happened with Faith and Angel and the Ascension and. And Buffy being insecure about Angel kissing Faith and, and all that jazz. And then also the Buffy and Angel we need to go on a break thing that the episode ended with. So we get that. And then the episode actually opens up with Buffy fighting two demons in a playground. There he is. Big Power Ranger putty monster looking things. They got no mouths. Uh, and She's fighting them. She's kicking their asses and eventually she kills one of them with a knife and the other one runs off but after she kills this one demon she gets some kind of like weird branding on her hand that's in the shape of the blood splatter of the demon which is like this electric blue neon blue glowy stuff very predator-esque yeah so she kills that demon the other one gets away and she's like well I'll go get that one later.
0: <laughs> Classic. Like, you can see it running away. Yeah. I think they even reused that shot later in the episode, two of it running yeah. away. But, I mean, just chase. Because the, the scene starts with her running from them and doing what she calls the run and stumble. Where she yeah. runs, falls over, and then they chase after her. She trips them. Yeah. She trips to make it the look like she is helpless. Uh... Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then the demon's above her, and she's like, you always fall for the trip and stumble, and then she turns. It's like, you're in a much less advantageous position
0: (laughs) on the ground. Also, if you're that good, chase after the one that's running away. Right? That's the whole job. Good old classic Buffy, never
1: chasing after anything. Except for Angel.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And she's already got him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's school the next day and Buffy's talking to Willow about the two demons and the gang is researching about the Ascension and they're coming up empty. Giles is like, well, based on what we know, we can rule out the rise of a demon Amarath or whatever. And that's basically
0: all I got. I got I got shit, dude. And everybody's like, geez, Giles, come on. I was saying that last episode when they did that whole big twist and they were like, yeah, you got everything. We got it. I'm like, what did you guys get? Yeah. Like, what info did you get from that? Like, you know, the date. Yeah. They know that it's graduation day. That,
1: That's it. And that the mayor is invincible. They did learn that little tidbit. Yeah. But that's about the intel that they they learned. And what was the price that they had to pay Buffy had to watch Faith smooch and Mac on her boy. Yeah. Uh, So they didn't really lose anything. (laughs) Yeah. So Giles is a little frustrated. He's like, yeah, I don't really know what the fuck's going on, guys. I'm sorry about that. So Wesley shows up late and everybody's like, where the hell were you? And he was like, I was indisposed. Anyway, let's research the Ascension. Anybody come up with anything? And They're like, no, we're having a rough time. And then he kind of gets a little snarky with Giles. He's like, oh, a little bit of a rough time, huh? Uh, I uh, Good thing that I'm doing some official Watcher Council business.
0: Well, the way it goes is he comes in and Giles is like, oh, I was giving them a rundown of what I found. He's like, oh, so what did you do after that minute? Mm, mm, mm-hmm. And then Giles is like, touche. And then Giles walks around the table and he goes, well, since you have the official capacity and the backing, yeah, and the backing of the you know, Watcher's the Council. Council uh, What did you find out there, buddy boy? And he says the Azeroth thing and everyone <laughs> just gets up and leaves. Yeah. Kind of roll their eyes at <laughs> yeah. him like you're fucking worthless.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and Giles sitting there and he's like, hmm, we both we both don't know anything in the world's
0: about to end. Great. Good job there, Wes, young whippersnapper. And did you think Wesley was coming from hooking up with Cordelia? No, I, but I was confused as
1: to like where he was and why he was late. And I'm also still very confused as to w- how he gets away with hanging out at this high school all day. They are, especially
0: later in the episode. They are hanging out in the library like they have a little study room. Yeah. And it's like all the students there and two, the librarian and some random guy.
1: Yeah. I just don't understand how he gets away with
0: this. Like, <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Maybe he... <laughs> Uh, Yeah, We just need like a half a scene where he talks to uh, Principal Snyder about being like a guidance counselor or something. I don't know. Like a library uh, (laughs) teacher's assistant? (laughs) Librarian assistant? Something. Just something that excuses them for being in school.
1: Yeah. But yeah, everybody kind of rolls their eyes at Wesley to head out. And he's just left there. And Giles is like, oh, okay. You, You ain't shit, Wesley. So then Willow's talking to Buffy and she asks... Buffy if you know are you an angel all good you know i know that you were a little upset about the whole faith situation and Buffy's still jealous about it she still got her hang ups about it she's like i mean i don't know i i just wonder if if he actually liked it I, like i'm worried that he had more that it was more than just an act and he was just like really wanted to bang faith and blah 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 and then out of nowhere some dude comes walking down the hallway named Hogan and everyone's like, hey, what's up, Hogan? How are you, Hogan? And then Xander gets all jealous. He's like, oh, everybody thinks this is fucking Hogan guy is the coolest guy ever because he can put a stupid ball through a net. He's not that cool. And then Hogan goes, oh, hey, what's up, Xander? And Xander's like, oh, my God, he said hi to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gets all school girly. And then uh, Hogan's traveling with Percy West, who, as we learned in the last couple episodes in Doppelganger land, uh, he is the... 2T, he's being tutored by Willow, and he comes up to Willow and he's like, Hey, I did the readings. I did, did almost all the readings last night. And Willow's like, Did you do all of them? He's like, No, I, I'll do the rest of it at lunch. And Willow's like, Okay, good job. And he's like, You're going to come to the game tonight? And she's like, I wouldn't miss it for the world. And then Percy and Hogan walk away. And then he goes, See you later, Xander. And Xander's like, Oh, fuck yeah, this guy acknowledged me. Percy's in two episodes. Yeah. Now, I remember in Doppelgangland, mm-hmm. you had the theory that Willow was going to try and hook up with Percy West. And I was like, I don't see that at all. In this scene, mm-hmm. I was like,
0: is Vance fucking onto something? Is Vance a soothsayer, dude? I thought she was going to, like, study at his place. It, it'll be close. And then, like, something would happen. And she'd be like, I'm a bad girl, so I'm going to do it. It was a brief mm. thought that I had. Never thought he was coming back in the show yeah. after that episode. Me neither. But now she's like, oh, I'm going to the pepper alleys. I'm going to the games. He's all happy talking to her.
1: Yeah. Well, like when, when Percy and Hogan leave, Buffy's like, you're going to the basketball game? Mm-hmm. When do you care about basketball? I was like, I I never did. But I started going just to support Percy. And
0: like, it's actually really freaking cool. And I love it. Yeah, she's. Like, I was well, like, oh, my God. When Oz wasn't putting out, I had to like. <laughs> <laughs> look i tried to fuck <laughs> out <off. laughs> He turned me down so what am i and xander's you know he's already taken so uh yeah. um, the weirdest thing is percy thinks that willow is super strong because she choked the shit out of him at the Bronx. yeah like that's yeah. his reality <laughs> yeah. so everybody else
1: thinks that willow is a cold-blooded murderer <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Just murdered that lady on the dance floor. <laughs> yeah, at the
0: Bronx. Like, I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's um, weird. So Percy and Hogan leave, and Buffy's like, "Yeah, I didn't know that you were going." She's like, "Yeah, you should come, Buffy. We're all going. Xander, Oz, we're all gonna go. Cordelia's gonna be there. She's cheerleading. You should come if you weren't on patrol." And Buffy's like, "Yeah, man. Sometimes being the Slayer sucks, and we're back in this whole I know. shebang again." And can I say this
0: patrol thing makes zero sense to me because <laughs> we see her on patrol. and It's like her strolling down the street with Angel um, later. Mm-hmm. But shouldn't she be where the people are? Is it? She it,
1: wants to be where the people are.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's just like wherever Buffy is, that's where the danger happens. So, like, yeah, just have her go to the pepper alley. She should go to the bronze every single night of her life. Yeah, it should be the point where, like, we think you have a problem. You go out to the club every night. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, because people die there every night.
1: She gets a reputation as, like, this big party girl. Like, yeah, you, know, you can't fucking do anything without inviting Buffy. I still
0: don't know what her reputation is at school. Dude, especially after this episode, yep. too. It gets more and more confusing every episode. But, uh... Yeah, she so
1: Buffy's sad that she can't go to the basketball game, and then, then she's showing Giles the 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 demon branding. She was like, "Yeah, when I, when I killed the first demon, it left a little like kind of oh scar or something. Now it's starting to itch." And Giles was like, "Yeah, it's not a big deal. Let me read about this demon here. Is this the
0: demon?" And he shows her a book, and he's got the exact demon, <laughs> meticulously and, sketched, like the demon stood still for a portrait
1: yeah um, and Buffy's like yeah that's the demon and Giles goes oh well it's interesting cause I just read that if you kill one of these demons and you touch it like I guess skin to skin or something if you, if you get touched by this demon it will infect you with an aspect of the demon and Buffy's like what are you serious I'm gonna get infected Giles infected With an aspect of the demon? And Giles was like, don't worry about it. You know, your itchy hand. could be anything. It could be a new fabric softener.
0: I'm like, what are you talking about, Giles? When he said that, I was like, what are you doing?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that he's just trying to comfort her. Like, he's trying to comfort her a lot during this episode. And then, like, later on, it just does not. I I don't think you have
0: to pull punches with Buffy. (laughs) Like, you guys have seen everything.
1: Yeah. So, now Buffy... Is all fucking paranoid about this aspect of the demon thing. And we go to a scene where Cordelia's cheerleading and they're doing she's in their cheerleading gang and they're at this pep rally outside on the quad and they're doing a Hogan specific cheer, which I, was, I have
0: never seen a high school like specifically cheer for one player. Yeah, you might have that player give the speech. Afterwards, like the team captain will like give a speech or whatever, but Mm -hmm. the cheerleaders at the Pep Rally. Well, I don't even know if my school had cheerleaders. I don't think we did. I don't know. But yeah, I've never seen it done like I mean, they're in the championships too, or whatever. They're in the playoffs. They made it. They're in the playoffs. 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 They're in and it's basketball season, so we still have a long time for graduation. That's true. Basketball season is a winner. Several months. It's the winter uh, sport, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but based on, like, how much this Hogan guy is being celebrated, like, I don't know why they were so tripped up about Percy West. Like, it seems like Hogan's the star of the, the show on the basketball team, and yeah. Percy is just kind of, I guess, like his, his I think, uh, I think they Scottie say, Pippen.
0: I think they said Percy West is the star point guard, maybe. Okay. As, and this guy – who knows? I guess good. he's the center. He looked really tall. looks really tall, but like tall for but basketball. that like, could be like he's a shooting guard. Or like, also, he could be a small forward. Yeah. Also, also, white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah there's, some, there's white players that are stars.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He could be a Pau Gasol. He could be a Luka Doncic. Yeah. You had a good Dantric.
0: basketball player Dantric. at your white high school, right? No. No. <laughs> Our basketball team sucked. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also, we had way more black people at my high school. Uh Sunny day. Was the basketball team all black? Mm, it was yeah. like half and half, I yeah. think. I mean our lacrosse team had black people. <laughs> 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 like it's not Sunny Day. Like, okay, we, yeah. we both went to high school in Baltimore, I fans. <laughs> um but yeah, so they're doing a cheer for for Hogan. It's a pep rally and Willow's there and Buffy's there and Xander's there and Oz is there and they're all watching. And and f- for some reason, like Willow's reading the school newspaper and she's like, man, this school newspaper is pretty dark, dude. It's pretty depressing. This guy named Freddie, Freddie Iverson, like his editorials are really depressing and apathetic and just like, this guy's got problems, it seems like. And she folds the paper down, she throws it down. And Oz goes oh I don't really read it I just go straight to the obits and I was like nice Oz very cool good line um and Buffy is like itching her neck and she's itching all over the place and she gets up and she's still paranoid about this aspect of the demon thing and Willow follows after and she's like I just don't know what the fuck's gonna happen Willow I'm checking for horns I might grow a tail like I don't know what this aspect of the demon is gonna be but I'm so fucking paranoid and Willow's like, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. And she like woos at the pet rally. And Buffy's like, are you n- really not paying attention to me?
0: And uh, yeah. Oh, then she, or, or are you about to say what she said? Oh, next? no, no. You say it. Oh, then uh, she goes, well, the key takeaway is Willow goes, was it a boy demon? Like a, oh, like a pregnancy yeah, yeah, yeah. scare type thing. Well, I thought it was like, was it a boy
1: demon? Like, because buffy's like i could grow horns i could grow a tail and then Willow says was it a boy demon and in my mind it was like she could grow a demon dick mm.
0: in my mind i was like oh she could be pregnant with a demon
1: well either way no bueno yeah and then we go back to but she's dating a
0: vampire so like what i mean don't be true. she did bang a, a vampire yeah.
1: and it ma- made him lose his soul <laughs> so who knows so we go back to Oz and Xander and they're just kind of like gawking at the cheerleaders and and Xander's looking at Cordelia specifically and he's like, I don't know why I was ever so hung up on her. Like, look at all the rest of these sexy-ass cheerleaders. I could get with any of these cheerleaders. It's not a big deal. Cordelia's not that hot. And then Wesley walks by and he's walking up the stairs on the quad and he sees... And Xander sees him looking at Cordelia and Xander's like... This fucking guy. He's looking at my girl. Fuck Wesley. What what a creep? And I was just like, You're a very complex man there, Xander, aren't you? <laughs> now uh, yeah. how visible is Wesley to this campus? And like, what is his
0: How has a teacher not asked what is up with him? Yeah. Like he's walking, it's like the busy quad. Everyone's on the staircase going up and down. He's there and standing out in a really nice blue suit who is this guy yeah like not even a student's gonna ask like who no one's curious i could see students not asking a student might ask another student Mm -hmm. like who that dude is but i don't think they'd be like what like you're just like oh that's somebody's parent or something you know like you wouldn't really think about it but the teacher has to be like who is this dude on campus every day
1: yeah like i don't remember seeing him at like I'm assuming teachers have teacher meetings before the school year or they whatever. Have a, they have a lounge. They have a the teacher yeah. lounge.
0: Yeah.
1: No one. Like, the, the sight of him outside the library, yeah. just, like, walking around campus is what really clued it into me. Like, how does no one fucking yeah. notice this guy? <laughs> is he <laughs> invisible or something? Like, what the fuck? And he's but creeping. Like, yeah, the, he's yeah. creeping on Cordelia. Like, this gawking. Is... This is yeah, dude. This episode (laughs) kicks shit up a notch. Um, but yeah, so Buffy's still paranoid. She's all worried about the horns and the aspect of the demon stuff, and yeah. So she goes out on patrol alone, as she used to do before Faith existed, and how slayers are supposed to.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't think they should go on patrol at all. Yeah.
1: Do you think that they should have like a Slayer signal?
0: Dude, they, what are demons doing out in the middle of a playground when no one's out? I just true. don't get it. Well, they chased her there, so maybe they were somewhere else,
1: and she did the whole dude. Also, the outfit that she was wearing when she was fighting them in the first scene—it
0: <laughs> was—it looked like an outfit she had in a different episode. Yeah, like that can... baggy tracksuit
1: type of deal. Yeah. Like, what the? It's so weird. It looks so big on her. Yeah, but not tonight. Tonight she's wearing like form fitting uh camisole.
0: She's got leather jacket on. Yeah, why does she not go out in like workout clothes? I know for TV, That's what I'm saying. It probably just isn't what they want. But I think the stuff that she trains with jowls in, when she's like punching, that's what she should go out in. Yes. Like very with a coat because it gets a little chilly at night and sunny.
1: Yeah, I mean it is winter time. Yeah. Um but yeah, like Uh, How how like you you should have like very free movement clothes, (laughs) not this like restrictive high heels and
0: leather pants and leather jacket, (laughs) especially when you're going out to fight demons and vampires.
1: Yeah, Yeah. but anyway, she's on patrol and she's still paranoid. She's checking every five seconds, like she's checking if she's got horns. She looks at herself in a mirror and she's like, "Oh, do I still have horns?" And she closes the mirror. And this was a fun little seeing like angels standing right behind her but you can't see him in the mirror because he's a vampire and he she closed the mirror and and he goes sorry it would be so
0: easy to kill buffy if she can let people sneak up on her like this
1: yeah it also if she sensed someone behind her Uh she could turn around and just kill that person yeah like that's risky as fuck for angel to be doing dude (laughs) Like you're not the only vampire that could not yeah. show up in a ma- in a mirror behind her. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Cool effect, but yeah. So she's like, "Oh, hey, what's what are you doing here, Angel?" And he's like, "I'm just here to make sure that you're being safe." And Buffy's like giving him some sass about, you know, being safe and the whole faith situation. And he's like, "What's your deal, dude?" Like, what happens? and she tells him about the the demon aspect that she's been Uh, infected with and he knows all about it already he's like yeah the demon aspect that's just a rumor don't even just put that out of your mind that's not even a real thing and Buffett's like well what if it is and uh, then she starts to do her whiny I
0: wish I was at the basketball game shit yeah this is the point of the episode where I was like I'm so tired of them talking about the aspect of the demon because they've been mentioning it for like scenes and the episode starts really quick like, but mm-hmm. they get in, she gets blood on her. It's like, oh, you're going to have something. To I'm like, let's just jump into it. And now it feels yeah. like we're stalling until the reveal. Well,
1: I was more sick of, like, the I am sad that I can't be a regular teenager conversation again. We're going to get that every three to five episodes. It's so ch- bullshit at this point. <laughs> like, she's <laughs> already overcome that, like annoyance a thousand times and like accepted her role as the slayer like she's gonna have angel's
0: baby and uh she's gonna have angel and spike's baby and be raising them and still being like i just can't believe i have to be a slayer (laughs) (laughs) it's so annoying dude but
1: uh yeah then uh she's still worried about the whole uh thing she's like what if i grow up horns what if i grow a tail and then angel gets really creepy with this and he's like don't worry babe i'd still love you even you're still my girl and i'd still love you even if you had a you were covered in slime and buffy was like oh that's so nice except for that last part yeah, I mean, and also except that you just you're on a break how many
0: how many times does he have to confess his undying literally love for her <laughs> for her to get it like what else can he do dude teenage shit yeah i know yeah um, i feel like i didn't even like that stuff when i was a teenager though like yeah in movies and tv yeah but you I know you're it's not different a, i know you're different. you're is, very pragmatic I don't know, and analytical
1: yeah, I didn't know you as a teenager, but if you were anything like you are now, you're, like, you're a very cynical, <laughs> jaded dude. <laughs> you're
0: just like, no, fuck off. I mean, he said I love you like 50 times. She's like, I need 51. Yeah. Yeah. 51. Yeah, 51,000. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the second episode where Willow's like, uh, go talk to him. Yeah, I why don't go episode? talk to him? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> oh, man. But uh, yeah, so that's that scene. Then, next day at school, and boy, oh boy, do we have a Joe's Fashion corner moment here. Xander Harris with this red and green paisley hideous button-down. Just uh, atrocious looking, dude. What did you think of the yellow sweater?
0: dude he looked like
1: a little fucking easter baby (laughs) like the yellow sweater in the earlier scenes (laughs) it looked so stupid he and it was also really tight and his pants were so baggy yeah
0: it just looked weird it's the 90s baggy pants look because buffy's pants are so baggy at the end of this episode too yeah but like Uh, it was so comfortable back then man khakis (laughs) loose khakis (laughs) dude
1: dude I was I was looking at him in that little like Easter baby outfit, like a little peep. And I was like, "Oof, that's a bad outfit. But I wasn't (laughs) like it wasn't enough to to like be like, oh, he's just wearing like a yellow sweater. Yeah. But it looked bad. Yeah. But this one. I don't even know what he's going for there. Like I have no (laughs) clue what this shirt is. And there's a moment. I think it's later in the episode
0: with Willow. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Even worse. Yes, I think I know what you're talking about. But yeah.
1: But Xander in the scene, this this button down, it is vomit inducing. It's is so gross. But it's uh it's it's Xander, Willow, and Oz, and they're talking about the game, and they're like, Oh my God, what an amazing game! I've never seen it such an amazing basketball game. Hit a three-pointer at the last second to win. Holy shit. And then Buffy comes strolling up. And they're like, everybody shut the fuck up. Don't don't act like it was a good game. Don't act like Buffy missed out. And Buffy comes over and everyone's awkwardly silent.
0: And Buffy catches on immediately. Well, there's a great line before Buffy shows up. <laughs> From Xander. Where oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To Oz. He's like They're like, oh, it's a great game. He's like. I thought you... It was a great game. I thought you were actually going to make an expression. Yeah. And, he's and like, Oz oh. was like, I was almost... Yeah, I was almost there. <laughs> like, it's, it's one of those things where it's, like, interesting to try to figure out what Willow and Oz's relationship is.
1: Yeah. it, it, And it's, like, a fun self-awareness of mm-hmm. Oz to be like, yeah, I almost... They almost got me. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Buffy comes over, everyone's awkwardly silent and uh, she's like, well, either you, the game was terrible and you guys didn't feel the need to talk to me about it or it was amazing and you don't want me to know how amazing it was. And they were like, oh, it was nothing. It was It was kind of a ho-hum, no big deal game. And as everyone's saying that Cordelia walks over and she's like, what are you guys even talking about? That was the most amazing basketball game I've ever seen and ever cheered for. I think it's now like a part of my core memories. Oh, my God. I'll never forget that game. And Buffy's like, great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I do like this area that they hang out in. I think this is my favorite hangout spot for them.
1: It's cool. They're like dual couches facing mm-hmm. each other. It's yeah. really nice. Um, And Buffy is sad that she can't go and. Cordelia walks away and Xander looks over at her and I had to rewind this part because I thought that I missed something, but he thinks, God, I wonder if Cordelia and Wesley have kissed yet. But as I was watching it, I didn't see his mouth move and I was like, what the fuck kind of ADR bullshit is this? Like what's what's going on? But Buffy goes, oh, you're really, that's really bugging you, ain't it? And Xander goes, what's bugging me? And Buffy goes, the whole Cordelia and Wesley thing. And then Xander hits the uh, nail on the head here. He goes, wow, it's like you read my mind.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I was like, Buffy wouldn't have been able to put two and two together immediately. Yeah. <laughs> but she, he's like, you read my mind. She's like, oh, there it is. Yep. And There's she's like, like you get a little zoom in on yeah. Buffy's face like, oh, shit. This
1: is the fucking
0: craziest. Yeah. And this is our act break, you know, um, commercial break. But yeah, it was like they were stalling for this reveal and it felt like it a little bit. Like they set up some stuff. Yeah. But I mean, it was just so much talking about this demon thing.
1: Mm hmm. So then we come back from commercial break and Buffy's roaming the hallways and she's she can hear everybody's minds. She walks past a teacher and this teacher's like. This job, he's clerks in real hard. He's like, this job would be fucking great if it wasn't for all these students. We got to get rid of these students. And Buffy's like, geez, that's pretty bullshit. She walks by a girl and this girl was thinking like, oh my God, I don't know why I took French. Why did I think French would be easy? That was so stupid of me. And she kind of walks off. Then Buffy walks by this dude and the dude's thinking, wow, Buffy is so beautiful. And then Buffy stops and starts, like, posing in front of this guy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She, like, takes a second. She, like, brushes her hair out of her Mm -hmm. face, and she's kind of like, ooh, this guy thinks I'm beautiful. That's nice. And then the next thought in that guy's head is like, man, I would like to just slam her against the locker. And then Buffy's like, oh, Jesus Christ, and starts walking away very quickly. (laughs) Yep. The school... So then Buffy goes to the library and she tells Giles that she has inherited this pretty dope aspect of the demon. I can read people's minds. It's crazy. And Giles is like, how do you know that you're reading people's minds? It could be just kind of like some kind of intuition.
0: Yeah, I don't understand why Giles is. I hate when Giles gets like doubtful and starts saying like the opposite things after everything he's been through. Yeah, I would believe Anything if I was Giles at this point. Yeah, she could be like, I I floated on a cloud last night yeah. and, and rode a, a, a tortoise back down to earth. And I'd be like, okay, it, yeah. Let I'd me be like,
1: let me research that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let me research floating tortoises. Yeah. But uh, Giles is like, yeah, maybe it's just your intuition. And then we have a little bit of a Giles fashion corner moment here. <laughs> yeah, we do. Because Buffy's like, I can absolutely read minds because when I came in here, you thought Look at those shoes that Buffy's wearing. She would wear a cat on her feet if a fashion magazine told her to. And Giles is like, all right, you can read mine. My- <laughs> <laughs> Joe's Fashion Corner has a lot of uh, competition now. I know. But Buffy's like, yeah, I can read everyone's minds. Like, I this There's this one teacher that he doesn't like the students. And man, all the boys in this school are disgusting. And I was like, dude, they're teenage boys. They're hormonal (laughs) motherfuckers. Yeah, well, this is definitely worse. (laughs) That's very true. She does say that they're disturbed. Yeah. Um, And Buffy's like, this could be an amazing superpower, Giles. Like, we could use this to our advantage. The world is our oyster. And Giles is like, that's a great idea. We could do this to, like, you know, figure out where demons are and we can use it for good and use it for our slayer powers. And Buffy's like, even better. I've got an even better idea. And then the next scene is her in class and she's using mind reading to cheat. <laughs> yeah. I was like, really, Buffy? Yeah. So she's, she's like giving this teacher all these answers about uh, Othello and uh, she's copying, she's reading the mind of this like egghead girl. And Buffy is saying everything that she is about to say and thinking. And then the egghead girl's like, fuck, I was about to say that. Oh, fuck, I was about to say that. It's bullshit. And then she, Buffy reads Willow's mind. And Willow's like, how is Buffy smart all of a sudden? Did she actually do the <laughs> And then Xander's like, did she study? Were we supposed to study? Like, and then Xander's like, this teacher's kind
0: of hot. Yeah. And then it shows the teacher. I was like, man, Xander. <laughs> <laughs> Xander has not learned his lesson. Like, teachers should be definitely off limits for him. Yeah. And uh, he should up his <laughs> standards. You oh. know? Dude, Buffy stealing this girl's answers is so wrong. Like, yeah. if they would have spent oh just like one scene in the beginning of showing this girl be like somewhat mean to Buffy or something. Or like even well, yeah, the class, like why is Buffy doing this to this girl? Like she's Well, because Buffy's also like giving her the
1: stink eye yeah. after every answer that she steals from well, her? Yeah, I'm like what is this girl doing? What?
0: <laughs> Who is this girl to Buffy?
1: Yeah. So then Buffy is like going around and reading the minds of everyone in class, and she gets to this kind of goth looking dude. He's a little goth. he's got a little tight black long sleeve shirt on and it looks like he's wearing mascara a little bit. Yeah, and I mean, she reads a, he's a witch. Yeah. <laughs> so she reads his mind and his his thoughts are like, man, all these people just begging for this stupid teacher's approval. Like the, I forget what the actual quote is. I don't know, but it's basically like you're all a bunch of lemmings, you're all a bunch of sheep, and Buffy goes to Willow. She goes like, "Who's that guy?" And Willow looks and she's like, "Oh, that's Freddie Iverson. That's the guy who's uh, dark and disturbed." Newspaper articles that I was reading. He he's a writer for the school newspaper, and he's got some fucked up uh, shit that he's writing about in the newspaper. And Buffy's like, "Huh, okay." That's weird. Um,
0: But then also, the teacher's talking about... Well, well they cut back to Freddie, and he has a thought. The teacher's talking about something, and then she says a line. And then Freddie's like, oh, I like that word. I'll have to note it down or something. So Mm. he's definitely like a writer. Yeah. yeah.
1: But the teacher's... uh, Then Buffy starts cheating off of the teacher's thoughts. Mm -hmm. And she says something, and the teacher's like, oh, my God, I said exactly that in my dissertation on this play and buffy's like i know i mean it's cool <laughs> but this is where buffy kind of gets a thought in her in her own head because they're talking about othello and about how uh he was never really sure if it's so on the nose yeah <laughs> if like his lover was cheating on her on him and there's no way that he could know and buffy's like Hmm. <laughs> hmm.
0: it's like the subtlety in this episode is just not there yeah. it's like you read my thoughts yeah. like you read my mind <laughs> buffy so buffy is <laughs> you like you never know what iago was up to <laughs> like,
1: she's connecting the dots to i'm going to use my mind reading powers on angel to see if he really enjoyed smooching on faith so the next scene is Buffy goes over to Angel's mansion to read his mind and she's like, hey, what's up? And it's daytime and, and she just bursts open and Angel's like, whoa, dude. What? <laughs> and Buffy's like, oh, sorry. Daytime. Sorry. Sorry.
0: Sorry. 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 <laughs> Did she knock and he went to the door? Like, it looks like he's just waking up.
1: I think that he was just roaming his mansion <laughs> like a caged tiger and Buffy just decides to just bursted and you like open those flaps those yeah. those uh what is, it, what is it uh darkening blinds that he has um and he almost runs directly into the sunlight he's yeah. like what the fuck are you doing dude yeah. but he's like oops sorry uh i came over after school i wanted to see you and i forgot that it's daytime and that's your weakness because i'm really wrapped up in my right. evil plan right now <laughs>
0: yeah
1: so she goes over and she's like I just wanted to talk and uh wanted to see how you're feeling about this whole faith situation and she keeps she's like yeah how do you feel about faith and I wonder everything I went on patrol and I'm worried about faith and cuz cuz faith and and faith and is it's different out now because I don't I'm not I got faith to worry about and faith what do you
0: think about faith and she like
1: leans in a little bit to like
0: you know you know what it looks like it looks like that meme where it's the guy explaining something to the girl or the girl explaining something to the guy. <laughs> like
1: to me it kind of looks like the Leonardo Di-
0: DiCaprio Inception like squinty like yeah.
1: Mm? Mm?
0: And he's just like got nothing. Like I yeah. loved it. It was like I don't think he has thoughts. <laughs> yeah, he's just like staring straight ahead. He's not even looking at Buffy. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just st- sitting down staring straight ahead. And Buffy's trying so hard to, like, get him to have a thought. He's so good
0: at brooding. He's so good
1: at it. (laughs) And Buffy can't hear any of his thoughts. And she keeps mentioning Faith and Faith and Faith. And then she does the squint in. Mm -hmm. And the angel just looks over at her and goes, you can't get into my mind. And Buffy's like, what? What what do you you mean? He's like, the aspect of the demon. You can read minds. I understand now. Like, I get it. (laughs) You can't get into my mind because it's kind of like the mirror. Mm -hmm. And he gives some kind of bullshit explanation about why.
0: Yeah, no reflection in the mirror and no reflection in the mind, whatever. They don't even need this excuse. It's fine. I was like, you just can't read vampires' minds. That's fine. Like, whatever you say. At least they say something. At least they say something, you know.
1: The way that they explained it away, I was like, that sounds like kind of bullshit, but whatever.
0: The whole thing's bullshit. All of it's bullshit.
1: So Buffy's like, oh... So you, you figured out I was trying to read your mind and see if you actually liked kissing Faith. And Angel's just like, hey, stupid, why didn't you just ask me? Why don't you just talk to me? And Buffy's like, because that would make too much sense. <laughs> nice little aware moment. And Angel's like, look, I've done the whole bad girl thing. That was just an act. I was just doing it. I'm sorry if it hurt you, but... I've done this whole bad girl thing. I don't want a girl like Faith. I want a girl like you. Trust me. I've been down that road before. Dozens of times. Yeah, Probably more. And Buffy's like, great. <laughs> Loving this whole telling the truth thing. It's like I'm 240 years old, lady. He, he says at a specific age, 243. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 243 years old and in my, all of my years of my life, I've only loved one woman. And, Darla.
0: Buffy's.
1: Uh, and Buffy's like, "I hope it's me." And Angel's like, yeah, "Fucking
0: goddamn it." No, that's what I'm saying, like what else?
1: It's so annoying. And then Angel's like, "Well, let me tell you something." once you get a gift like this, you need to be really careful with it because it could come back to haunt you. And Buffy's like, kind of like immortality. And he's like,
0: yeah, I wish I could die. Well, he's <laughs> like, I'm dying to get rid of this. Yeah. And then she's like, ha ha. And he, he yeah. says, I'm a funny guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot <laughs> He said it's just so
1: straight. Uh, so... Then it's the next day at school or it, it's not the next day at school because Xander's still wearing that hideous outfit.
0: No, she just she just jogged from school. She took a <laughs> class, <and> jogged <laughs> all the way up to this whatever castle that's nowhere near the school. And then just jogged back down to school because she doesn't have a car. OK, <laughs> fair enough. That's how she gets around, I guess.
1: So they're back in the library and the whole gang is there. And Buffy has revealed to everyone at this point that she can read minds. And Xander goes oh my God, you can read our minds, our every impulse, our fantasy. And Buffy goes, yep. And then you just hear Xander's thought and he goes, oh God. <laughs> Which I loved. Then Buffy starts reading everyone's mind over around the room. Mm-hmm. And I loved when she gets to Oz. Yes. Oz and Cordelia for me win
0: it. Yeah.
1: So Cordelia's thoughts are just like, I don't know how this applies to me. And then she immediately says, I don't know how this applies to me. She says exactly what she
0: thinks. And it's so perfect. (laughs) There's no filter at all. Yeah,
1: it's fantastic. And then Buffy looks over at Oz and Oz is like, so wait, if Buffy can read my thoughts, then Buffy knows everything I know. And Buffy is everything that I am and thus erases who I am. And Buffy kind of, like, raises her eyebrows. She's like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oz is getting real metaphysical about this. (laughs) And she looks over at Willow, and Willow's like, this is so awesome. This is going to be so great. And Willow's thoughts are like, but if Buffy knows all things that everyone's reading, everyone's thinking, then she doesn't have a use for me, and Buffy's never going to hang out with me again. And Buffy's like, Willow, don't think that. And Willow's like, I'm sorry, I can't. (laughs) And then uh, Xander... She looks back over at Xander and Xander can't stop thinking about sex. And he's like, oh, my God, Buffy can read all of my minds. Don't think about sex. Don't think about sex. Uh, baseball, uh, basketball. That basketball game was cool.
0: He does uh, some math like five, five times six is 32. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's like, nice. Good job. Good job. Anyway, uh, don't think about sex. Oh, sex. Oh, Buffy. Oh, naked Buffy. And Buffy's like, Xander, is that all you think about? and Xander goes well actually and they just gets up and runs out of the room. yeah <laughs> which was odd cuz it's also like dude he's a fucking high school boy
0: you know yeah i do think that it's overplayed that the guys think about sex every 5 seconds thing yeah is not that, <laughs> that stat
1: about like guys think about sex every second seven seconds i'm just Nothing like they get dude. done in the world no absolutely not <laughs> dude it's such bullshit it's more like 12 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> just start Give timing you in this
0: podcast. You can be like, okay, yeah. 12 seconds. 12 Give
1: seconds. us a, a good five second buffer yeah. on that seven seconds. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Xander runs out of the room. And as he does that, Wesley's like, I think Xander just illustrated an, a very important point of this superpower that you now have, Buffy, is that not everyone is going to want you to read their minds and we, are, we need to figure out a way to like protect our thoughts from you reading our minds. And Giles was like, yes, this is going to take very intense uh, mental fortitude and discipline. And then Buffy starts reading Wesley's mind, which is incredibly unfortunate. Wesley needs to go. <laughs> yeah, because Wesley is looking over at Cordelia and his thoughts are, My God, Cordelia is so beautiful. Oh, my God. I can't stop looking at her. Jesus. Get it together, Wesley. Get it together. And then he looks down and he looks back up and Buffy has leaned in and is staring at him with her eyebrows raised like, so this is what you think about, huh, buddy? Mm -hmm. And then Wesley's like, oh, shit. And he's like, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go
0: into Giles's office. And he scurries over there. Is it and he has been in a couple scenes with uh Willow, but mm-hmm. he hasn't really ever interacted with her besides when she was evil Willow and he held up the cross in water. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've ever exchanged any any lines. So then Willow is uh she
1: Buffy looks over at Oz and Oz is getting even more metaphysical and he's just like, Jesus Christ, if I don't exist, if she can read all of my thoughts like if i don't exist like what am i if she can read every she, she is everyone she can read everyone's mind so she is everyone so she is the world no one exists what are we and then buffy is looking over like oh my god oz is freaking the fuck out right now then she looks over at willow and willow's thoughts are buffy can read oz's mind buffy knows oz better than i ever will how am I going to be able to, like, please Oz if Buffy knows knows uh, Oz better than I? Would. And then Buffy just goes, Willow, stop thinking like that. And was like, I'm sorry, Buffy, I can't. You tell me, like, what not to think, and it just makes me want to think about it more. And I'm sorry, but I can't really be around you right now. And then so she gets up and leaves. And then Oz is like, I'm with the redhead. And he gets up and leaves. And then everyone's just, and then Buffy's like, well, great. No one wants to hang out with me now because I can read all their thoughts. This sucks. And she gets real mopey about it.
0: Yeah, and so then Wesley, Buffy, Wesley comes out. And he's oh like, yeah. Can you yeah, hear yeah. my thoughts in this room? Yeah, he's like... <laughs> she's like, god damn it. Dude. She's like, I'm gonna leave. And Giles so, is holding books like, oh, Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> so but Buffy leaves. I, the thing about the, ins- the insecurity of Willow. Mm-hmm. Of the fact that if... It's not like if Buffy knew more about um, uh, it, she should think of it like, oh, if she finds out about Oz, she could just tell Willow. Mm hmm. Like, that's the only way anyone's going to ever know what Oz was thinking. Because <laughs> Oz is a closed book. Well,
1: I love that. Like, this just delves further into, like, the deep thinking mind of Oz, because yeah. Oz is a fucking weirdo. Yeah. He's like, is a, a certified character. weirdo.
0: Yeah. Um, But a fun. Yeah. Like you yeah, said, a fun yeah. weirdo. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, you could finally figure out what the hell Oz is thinking mm-hmm. with Buffy. Not like oh no, this will she'll be closer to Oz. She won't like Oz after hearing this. It's kind of like that meme, you know, where it's like the guy
1: and the girl in bed, and the girl looks distraught, and she's like, "He's probably thinking about other women." <laughs> yeah, and it shows the man's thoughts, and he's just like, "If she's everything, if she can read my thoughts, she is everyone." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So then Buffy leaves the the library. She excuses herself and she starts to walk down the school hallway. And this is like a very cool and important scene for this episode and also for life. Everybody life lesson here. As she's walking down the hallway, she's reading everyone's mind and everyone has all of these crazy insecurities. And they're all like, man, what if my boobs aren't big enough? What if I'm not tall enough? Oh, man, I hope my hair looks terrible today. I feel awful. I feel disgusting. I feel fat. Do I look fat in this? Blah, blah, blah. Like, all these insecurities. All this, uh, like, oh, I'm failing classes. And just everybody's walking around with their own worries, with their own stresses. And Buffy starts to look around. And she's like, man, this sucks. Like, I didn't realize how much pain everybody is going through all the time. This is wild. And Buffy's then, like,
0: I have it the worst, though.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So then we go back to the library and Giles and Wesley have found the last person who has been infected with the aspect of the demon. They found a little bit of research in the watcher journals and Wesley's like, well, what does it say about this guy? And Giles is like, um, this guy went into isolation because he couldn't stand hearing everyone's thoughts all the time because it just drove him insane. So he went into isolation and they're like, Oh God, Buffy is going to go crazy, and then so Buffy's in line at in the cafeteria. She bumps into Jonathan, our boy Jonathan, mm-hmm. who is the Emmy winner, right? He
0: directed something. He was nominated this year. He won an Emmy a while ago. Learned something else. that through our Discord. Well, he I think he uh, was directing episodes of Dope Sick. I think. Oh, I okay, okay. okay, But I think he, he won for some other show years ago. Good job. What a career this guy's had. I had no idea. I still don't really
1: know who he is. <laughs> but like he's one of those behind the scenes dudes that's just like been in Hollywood for forever. And you don't even know anything about him. Mm-hmm. That's really fucking cool. Yeah. So Buffy bumps into him in the lunch line. And he's like, oh, my God, she bumped into me. She notices me. This is weird. She's like, oops, sorry. And he's like, oh, my God, she talked to me. This is crazy. Somebody noticed me. All right. Well, whatever.
0: She She's talked to
1: him before. Yeah. Everyone has like had interactions with this guy before. She but, saved his uh, life.
0: She saved his life from this sh- gun shooting, right? Yeah. I mean, she was about to get or Cordelia was about to get hooked up with him. And yeah, he black he blackmailed her for uh for more money for the cupcakes during the, the prom point. Oh, thing. yeah. True, true, true. <laughs> he extorted her. Yeah, he did some extortion. <laughs> He was eating her snacks at her at her welcome back party. But yeah, so so
1: Buffy's looking around and she's hearing all of these thoughts at once and she starts to go a little bit crazy. She's looking around, she can hear all of these thoughts at once and this reminded me of a cracked article I read a couple of years ago about why exactly you wouldn't want this superpower at all because there's no would way never that you ever want this superpower. Dude, this is a this is more of a curse than yeah. anything. Absolutely, But it's basically like you would, it's one of those articles, like all the superpowers you wouldn't want. Like if you had super speed, like mm-hmm. your clothes would rip off and your skin would rip off and all this stuff. And the friction would cause a fire. And mm-hmm. if you've learned how to fly, like you don't have like an internal GPS, so you you wouldn't have any idea where you're going. And the the uh, passage that they had about mind reading is exactly what Buffy's going through right now. You wouldn't know how to turn it off unless you like actually mentally focused or something and it would drive you insane. And Buffy's going crazy in the cafeteria. She she's holding her head. She can't stop everyone else's thoughts except for she hones in really hard on one thought that she can hear very loudly and clearly. And the thought is by this time tomorrow, I'm going to kill everyone here or something like that.
0: Yeah, I'm going to kill kill you all or something. I don't have the exact quote. I do have a moment. I think before she finally hears this, she drops her tray. I I think that's after that. That after that, yeah. She drops her tray of food in the middle of the cafeteria, and the students just clap. Yeah, every everyone starts clapping. What?
1: What? Yeah, I have no idea. Well, I guess it's like. You know, when you're in a restaurant and you hear a glass break, like a waiter drops a glass, people do clap. Oh, they do? Yeah, I've I've had that happen quite a few times. Oh. Well, not, I haven't. Thankfully, in my time as a waiter, I never dropped and broke a glass that I can remember, but I've been around people that have okay. and like people so, do clap.
0: So it's one of those like, oh, you dummy, you did that, right? Yeah,
1: or it's like a Mazel Tov type of deal, I guess. Like, you know, isn't it a Jewish weddings where they like stomp on a plate or something?
0: They stomp on the glass. Yeah, uh, oh, glass under a sheet. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. I was just like, that's weird. And then they yes, just it go is back. A thing. And, they, and then they just go back, and no one like pays any more attention to her after that. And then she starts going crazy. Yeah, she starts
1: going crazy, and, like running up to people and like trying to focus in on their thoughts, mm-hmm. but you
0: can't because she doesn't know how to control her new power. Well, it seems to work when she runs up and then grabs a person. And she can oh, hear their one okay. thought. Like, but it, she's not getting any real information out of it. Everyone's thought should be, why is this girl grabbing me? <laughs> what a mess. Who was this yeah. girl? Why is she? Like, yeah. we all know who she is, but we still have to ask, who is she?
1: <laughs> yeah. So after a, a couple of seconds of going crazy and trying to figure out who said next, by this time tomorrow, I'm going to kill everybody. She passes out on the ground. Mm-hmm. And the next thing we know is Buffy waking up outside and the gang, the Scooby gang is huddled around her and Buffy can hear their thoughts before she opens her eyes. My question
0: was, how did they get her outside? Mm-hmm. Like, like Cordelia says one of the smartest things. She was like, I told him not to move you. They probably severed your s- spinal cord, like moving, you. you know, like, not mm-hmm. to move someone that's like, like passed out like that. Well, yeah, does the librarian come in and say, "Oh no, I got this"? Like, yeah, a girl just like, is there no out, school nurse? Not anymore. Not after the fish episode. Oh, you're right. <laughs> but it probably should be since there's no replacement since yeah. the newspaper has its own obit section. Fair. <laughs> like, it should so be BMTs Buffy... on site.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Buffy wakes up and she starts hearing their thoughts. And everyone's like, Oh, thank God she's waking up. Oh, cool. She's waking up. And Buffy wakes up and she's like, guys, I have something important to tell you. When I was in the cafeteria, I heard someone think that they're going to kill people tomorrow in school. That's, that's worrying. We need to figure out who thought that. And Buffy gets up and she starts to walk towards the school again. she starts to hear everyone's thoughts and she gets a headache He's she's like, oh, fuck. I get, Oh, God, this sucks. And then Giles grabbed her. He's like, dude, you shouldn't go back in there. Like, you got to figure some shit out. We need to figure some shit out. This, We don't want you to, like, hurt yourself going in there trying to figure it out. But Buffy's like, but we got to stop whoever's going to, like, kill the people. And then Willow's like, we'll take care of that. And Buffy's like, okay, make a list of everyone who's in the cafeteria. And Willow's like got it and i'll do some like profiling or whatever well <laughs> like,
0: first like, do you think like nobody got out of the cafeteria since you passed out well first xander makes a who hasn't thought of coming into the school with a semi-automatic and just doing something oh yeah 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 <laughs> and Xander's yeah. like who hasn't thought about that and everybody and looks right, at him I'm like, like jesus dude yeah and i was like mm, it's gonna be interesting to see joe try to stand up for the point xander after that line <laughs>
1: I mean, (laughs) I make jokes like that all the time. Mostly, like,
0: more... more, Xander is the type
1: of person that might do that, though. Yeah. Yeah, he's like... I make more jokes about, like, "Ah, I'm going to go jump off a bridge. Like, I always make jokes like that. Oh, yeah. But, like, I am with Xander on not, like, shooting up a place. But I have, like, idle thoughts about, like, what if I just fucking... And Bill Burr has a joke about this. Yeah. Like it's like a, a minor inconvenience can force you to like Bill Burr's joke is like he said that he was going to make a pie for Thanksgiving. And he's like, and that just thinking about making that pie, it just bothered me so much that I was like, ah, you know what? I'll just might like, kill myself and
0: then I wouldn't have to make that pie. <laughs> I think a more apt Bill Burr would be the one where he's talking about driving and then he's just like. Oh, if oh, I shift my, it. If I shift my hand a little bit to the right, and he could hit a curb full of people, and he's like, Oh my God, this man just lost his mind. He didn't even try to hit the brakes. And he's like, Other way? Just, Oh, he drove home safe and sound. Yeah. Like, that that's like, Bill. He brought
1: you know, the potato salad yeah. to the picnic. Yeah. One of the worst, <laughs> horrific scenes we've ever seen. Like, no even evidence he tried to slow down. Yeah. Oh, that's Bill. You yeah. know, yeah. we'll set you up with our friend. Yeah. But yeah, like, it's. I'm with Xander that. People do have thoughts like that,
0: yeah. And like everybody looked at him like he's crazy.
1: I'm kind of well, the problem
0: him. was that it wasn't that like everyone has thoughts. Like it was like, like Xander. They were like, "Oh, Xander has those thoughts." Xander yeah. said that he, had it. him saying that meant like he had those thoughts. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh boy." Um, and uh, what else? Oh, and then they do this thing where Willow goes, "Okay, I'll go in and I'll interview every student," and I was just yeah. like, "Oh, we know it's not a student, right?" And I was like, oh, are they not going to remember that teacher that she bumped into at first? And Mm -hmm. before it ends, uh, Buffy goes, oh, and check out Mr. Beach. Uh, He mentioned something about students. I was like, oh, great. She actually remembered that. Cool.
1: Now, I I want to make this distinction or this thought, my perception of what happened right now. When Buffy heard the voice... Of by this time tomorrow, I'm going to kill everybody in here. Mm-hmm. When I heard that, it sounded like a man's voice. Yes, was it a man's voice to you? Yes. Okay.
0: They're doing a lot of misleads. Okay. And they ask in the scene, "Oh, could you tell if it was a man or woman?" She's like, "All oh, the voices kind of got mixed up." Yeah. When
1: when that happens, when they're like,
0: "Could you tell it was a man or a
1: woman?" Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't know. I was like, I know. It was a man's voice. <laughs> yeah.
0: But anyway. Yeah, They, they kind of uh, play a little loose with the info they give you. Yeah. So Giles is like,
1: all right, well, we're going to take you home, Buffy. You need to rest up. This is weird, uh, what you're going through. We're going to make sure that you... Uh, we're going to research and see if we can cure you of this. And Buffy's like, Giles, do you think I'm going to be okay? And Giles is like, uh, I think that we... Need to do a research and we will figure a way to figure this out. And as he's walking away, he goes, because if we don't think in his mind, Mm -hmm. he's thinking, because if we don't figure a way to cure Buffy of this, she's going to go insane. And Buffy's like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) But also, how does Giles have the allowance to drive Buffy home out of
0: school? Uh, There's no rules at this school. There's a dude um, just lurking around in the library. Yeah, so.
1: so then we go back to the library and the gang is, has made a list of everyone that was in the lunchroom. Don't know how they did that, but Willow's like, all right, everybody, you have your assignments. You need to go and interview these people based on the criteria and the questions that I have laid out for you. Um, and this is what the FBI uses and their questions to try and profile who could be a potential killer. And everyone's like, okay. So Xander has some questions and he's got a list of people to ask. Oz has some people and Cordelia has some people. So then they have a, a discussion as well about uh how often school shootings happen. Like Oz makes a this is where Oz makes the comment about like, man, it's crazy that someone's thinking about shooting up the school or like killing everybody in school. Uh it's crazy how often that happens these days. And I was and then after figuring out the Columbine happened after this episode, I was like, I wonder how common it was before Columbine, you know. Um, but then they all disperse and they're all like, all right, we, we have our targets. We are going to go interview these people and figure out who thought that they were going to kill everybody. So then the next scene is Buffy in bed. And boy, oh, boy, <laughs> what happens next is Amazing. So Buffy's in her little cow print pajamas, and her mom is walking in and out of the room. She's like, you need another pillow? You need another blanket? You need another pillow? I just want to take care of you. You want some chicken and star soup? You want some chicken and star soup? And then Buffy's like, Mom, calm down. Like, you're you're at, you're being a real busybody and being really worrisome. Like, why don't you just come and hang out with me? I really need someone to sit here with me, and I really would love it if you would just sit here. And Buffy's mom is like, I I know that that's what you need Buffy but I don't wa- I don't want to be here around you while you can read minds
0: basically. <laughs> and as Yeah, she's I don't know why o- she
1: keeps coming
0: in. I'd be like, "All right, you're good. I'm I'm bouncing."
1: Yeah. So the mom's walking away and then Buffy sits up in a really violent fashion and Buffy goes, "Mom, you had sex with Giles?" And Joyce turns around, she's like, I mean... And she goes, on top of a cop car? And Buffy goes... And, and Joyce like, I mean, I mean... And then Buffy goes, twice? <laughs> <laughs> and then Buffy's mom just goes,
0: Buffy, we're on the candy, okay? We're teenagers, we're on candy.
1: And then she storms out. <laughs> <laughs> and Buffy's
0: like, oh, God! <laughs> It's just one of those classic Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay, here's a random twist in the episode that you don't. Yeah, a little payoff from like yeah. way, 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 way away. But it's away like or, I didn't or. realize that Faith was gonna sleep with Xander. The episode that it happened, I didn't realize this was gonna be. Oh, the Giles Joyce reveal. <laughs> like- so I, so we
1: obviously saw them like making out and all this stuff. I wasn't convinced that they actually had sex, but now it's confirmed. Oh, really? I wasn't convinced. I thought they were just, like, making th- out maybe some hand stuff.
0: I thought they had sex even at his place before she showed up there that day.
1: Maybe, like, a OTP-CG, you know?
0: Rip it, don't mess around, man.
1: Yeah. But now Buffy knows that Giles and Joyce have fornicated. This and she is not happy about this. Nothing. Nope. <laughs> um, so... Willow has narrowed down the list and she gives everybody their assignments and Cordelia makes some kind of talk about how she wants to basically bang Wesley. And she's like, I want to be in Wesley's group. And Willow's like, there is no Wesley's group. All right. This is who you're interviewing. Willow like snaps. Everybody yeah. In. Yeah, like, this is really what we're doing.
0: Like losing it in this situation. Yeah. So... I think this is where the outfit happens with Willow. She's worn this outfit before. She has? Yes, she has. You could probably find it on our Instagram as one of Joe's fashion corners. Willow's wearing... With this shirt. Yeah, she's worn this before. A yellow bucket hat. Is this that outfit? Oh, maybe it's... is it the shirt with the cat on it? Oh, anything? no, 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 no! this is the sparkly,
1: she's still in the sparkly, uh, is it a cat or a whale? Yeah, it's
0: some. it's some type of, like, caricature or something. She's worn that shirt before.
1: And she's got these fucking awful jeans with this flower patterns on them, too. Terrible. But she is interviewing Jonathan. And she is doing this, like, really over-the-top, like, law and order.
0: We got the lights off and the the light bulb is shining in Jonathan's face type of questions. We've seen this before too. Yeah. Her, her, she did this during the, uh the swim episode also. Yeah. With Jonathan, which was like, I was like, I know I've seen this somewhere before. And she starts out with like, fantasies are fun. And she's like leaning over the back of him And it's like, what? Cause last yeah. time she only found out he peed in the pool.
1: Yeah. yeah. And she's like, does it ever make you feel like you want to, act on these fantasies and you know people don't think of us as like powerful but once you act on these fantasies people will take notice and then you'll feel powerful huh and jonathan's looking at her like what are you getting at dude (laughs) like like, i don't understand what this is all about he's like really no-selling her he's just Mm -hmm. like i mean sure wouldn't everybody feel that way yeah um and so she's really getting nothing out of Jonathan. And Oz is interviewing a basketball player and the he's basketball player. Oh, he's Maybe. interviewing Hogan. And Hogan's and uh Hogan's like, all right, so you you're doing a personality test? And Oz is like, Yeah, we're doing a personality test for the yearbook. It's really not a big deal. Just uh answer these questions. And I forget what Oz's question is, but it's something like, Do you ever have like crazy thoughts that you want to act on and be like powerful or something. And, and Hogan's like, I mean, yeah, sure. Or he gives some kind of diplomatic answer. He's Like, did I get that right?
0: I want this to look good in the yearbook. Yeah. It was something, it wasn't about like weird thoughts. It was like competitive nature or like perfectionism and like him saying, like, I want to get this right. I was like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Like you are that. Like he's like, is that a right answer? I want to get this right. I don't want to do bad on this yeah like so I don't know I don't know what answer would make him more likely to be a killer, but
1: yeah, yeah, so Cordelia goes into that teacher's room, Mr. Beach, that was thinking of, like, oh, this place would be great if it wasn't for all the students. She walks in there and she goes, Hey, Mr. Beach, you ever think about killing a bunch of students? Oh, this is for the yearbook, by the way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love she just came and she had asked him. Yeah, Are you planning to kill all the students tomorrow?
1: (laughs) Then we have Xander interviewing a group of girls. And he's like, what's your ideal first date? And what's your type? And all this stuff.
0: (laughs) Shamelessly just not sticking to the script, I guess. I mean, that's uh, Xander's uh, saving grace this episode.
1: Yeah. So then Oz goes to interview... The newspaper guy, Freddie Iverson. And he goes in there and he's like, Freddie, you in here? And he's looking around and he's like, Huh? Well, Freddie's not here. And then he leaves and then the camera pans down to below the desk where Freddie is hiding under the
0: desk. And then so you're like, Oh shit. My thought was, Why is he hiding from these people? <laughs> like, the, right? What, what does he think they're going to ask him? I have um, no idea. Yeah, that was my real-time thought.
1: But it's supposed to make you believe, like, oh, this disturbed mm-hmm. newspaper writer, goth-looking guy. He's uh, he's in all black. He's in all yeah. black. Obviously evil. hmm I mean, we haven't seen him smoke a cigarette, so. <laughs> <laughs> True. So then we go to Buffy's house, and it's, it's nighttime, and Buffy's at her window, and she's just looking out. She's hearing all the thoughts of the people that are in her neighborhood. She's hearing some guy like, is it really worth it to keep working this job? She overhears some lady like, what's one more drink? I'll just have another drink. It's not that big of a deal. And then Buffy slams the window shut. And she's like, God, I can't take this anymore. Gets into bed. And she can still hear everyone's thoughts. Slamming the window did nothing. Um, and she is having a hard time going to sleep just because she has all of these thoughts Going through her head, and she hates it. And the range has gotten a lot better too. Like right, like <laughs>
0: I guess the longer that she has it, the more intense it is. So these demons would not be able to function no. if like, this is how the demons communicate. Maybe they. I mean, be able unless control it. they
1: have, unless they have honed the skill of mind reading to like just a, you know, yeah, you look at that person
0: and say it, yeah.
1: But Buffy can. doesn't have that mental training yet. Yeah. So then we go to the library and. Giles and Wesley, they're trying to figure out this like potion or spell or something to figure out how to cure Buffy. And they, they think they've got it. They have no idea if this has ever worked because no one's ever
0: come back from this. It always works. I mean, it always works. <laughs> like, yeah, it's something you just have to accept with the show. Like they mm-hmm. got to they got to wrap up the story. And somehow they didn't know what this thing was or what would happen. And then they figured out. Oh, we just need to whip up this in the library. Yeah. <laughs> with, with ingredients in the library. I know, yeah, we need the heart of the other demon, of course. Yeah. because We know so, that demon's yeah. anatomy.
1: Yeah, Wesley is like, you think this will work? And Giles is like, I mean, it might. We'd have no idea. And we don't even have all the ingredients. We need the heart of the other demon. And who the get, fuck knows where they, that is? Buffy,
0: let it run away.
1: Yeah. And Wesley is like, well... I don't know how we're going to figure that out. And then he walks away and then Giles calls him a Burke,
0: which I had never heard before. Wait, is that what happens? Cause I wasn't sure what happened. He's like, who's going to get it. And then he goes, right. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause Wes is like, well, who, who can we get to get this,
1: uh, heart of the demon? And, and he walks away and Giles is like, you're such a Burke. And I looked up what Burke means. And it is, uh, this is according to Wiktionary. This is a quote. A Berk is British slang and it is a synonym for cunt. Uh, stupid person and fool.
0: Twat. Twit. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Wesley is all of those things. Gotta love that PG
1: getting around calling Wesley a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so they're like, who are we going to go get to get this demon heart cut to Angel beating the shit out of this demon in the playground? Real easy to find, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So Angel's beating him up
0: and then the demon gets away. (laughs) Same shot. I swear that is the same shot of it running away, just like zoomed in a little bit that we had from Buffy.
1: So Buffy wakes up and she is feeling disturbed. She is like, fuck, this is awful. And Joyce is there and Joyce is really worried about her. She's like really concerned about what's going on with her. So we go back to school and the student interviews continue. Uh, Xander's interviewing Larry and he's like, Larry, I bet you got a lot of pent up frustration. You got a lot of, a lot of woe, a lot of inner turmoil because of your whole, you know, gay situation. And I know that it might be a secret or whatever, but you know. If you gotta talk about it, and then Larry goes, "What do you mean? What kind of secret?" I'm gay," says it super loud. He goes, "I'm out, Xander.
0: I'm out of the closet, and I feel freer and better than ever before. It's awesome." Yeah, no one in the around them even reacts. Like, yeah, he's like, "What about being gay?" Yeah, he's like, no, no one cares.
1: <laughs> and then Xander's like, "Oh, well, all right. Um, never mind, I guess." And then. Larry goes back to the whole, like, but Xander, I can tell it's really bothering you, the whole gay thing. And then
0: Xander's like, dude, I'm not fucking gay. All right? It's weird that he doesn't get defensive. He just doesn't like, I don't know what Xander's like confused more than he is like defensive. Yeah. Which is not what we would have seen. Like not when like uh, the cops are talking about wrestling. He's like, oh, no, no, no homo, like no gay stuff. Like here he's just like. I think he's, like, so shocked that someone could be openly gay in school. Yeah. But, like, good for
1: Larry. Yeah. Um. But then Larry's like, I could. But it seems like you really need to come out of the closet, Xander. And I know a guy that can really help with that. You know, Freddie Iverson, the newspaper guy. He could write up a really nice coming out of the closet thing for you and put it in the newspaper. And then this is where Xander's like, Freddie Iverson huh yeah. and then he goes back to the gang and they're all like yeah Freddie iverson's the only guy that we couldn't find to interview so now we all kind of suspect that it's this guy Freddie
0: iverson because he wears black and he's got how these- did they know everybody that was in the cafeteria that's what i said <laughs> earlier really, dude you- i know it's I just like-, like how did they know Freddie iverson was in there
1: well how did they like nobody came in or out well, like what when- I-
0: how long was Buffy passed out for? Like, wh- I, I just don't get it. And my thing is, I'm thinking they have to take the test on themselves as a control measure. And I don't think Xander or Oz would pass that test.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, well, I mean, Oz might, but Xander probably wouldn't. No, Xander I, would be too paranoid about the test. Oz and, like, would answer questions weirdly. Very right. Yeah, yeah. true. Um, but they all bust into the newspaper place and freddy's not there oh wait no this is later because now they're just talking
0: about interviewing freddy right or do they go to the newspaper place um um no they go to freddy later okay so no no they go to freddy's they go to freddy's room and then he's like outside of it and he's hiding out or something Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, he's, yeah, like, yeah. standing outside. Like, they go in, and he's, like, out around the corner. And oh, like, yeah, because it's, it's locked, locked, right? They're, like, jiggling the handle. Yeah, he's, like, looking over his shoulder, like, oh, my God. They're yeah. on to me. The, the Scooby gang is on to me. Yeah.
1: Um. So, then, Wesley, Giles, and Joyce are at Buffy's house, and they're all watching over Buffy's sleep. And they're, like, man, we're surprised as you can even get I don't think Wesley's there. He's not there yet. Well, no,
0: he, he is there. I thought he's, it was Giles and... Joyce in the, in the hallway, and she's like, oh, can she read out mine? She's like, no, she's too far.
1: Wesley's definitely, I definitely have Wesley written that he's there, but it doesn't okay. really matter. Um, but they hear like really loud banging on the door, and then they all go downstairs, and they open the door, and Angel comes in with a sheet over his head like a ghost to avoid the sunlight. It's smoke coming off it's of it. It's smoke coming out of it. Great effect. Mm-hmm. Um, takes the sheet off, and he's got this glowing potion in a little beaker or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "I got it." And they're like, "Fuck yeah, dude! This is awesome. You're such a MVP angel. You're the shit."
0: Crazy that he got it off screen. Mm-hmm. Why didn't we just show him defeat the demon and not I have the demon run a little what? bit? Of, I guess to add a little bit of drama or something. But well, we know she's gonna get better. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
1: So, Angel rushes up to up the stairs to give Buffy the potion. He sits with her. He force feeds it to her, and she's like, "No, no, no!" <laughs> and he's like, "Just shut up and drink it."
0: Oh, so funny! Little like slimy shit floating in it at the top too. Oh, um, and she takes like the smallest of sips. Um, yeah. Also, he's sitting directly in sunlight. During this whole scene. Or or the remaster. There are no lights on in that room. And he's got a bunch of light coming off from from that window. Yeah. Well, this is, I think, the first time that
1: I haven't brought up issue with this. And you did. Yeah. So, I guess that means it's legit.
0: (laughs) They showed him run in from daylight. And they go into our bedroom. Which is fully daylit.
1: Yeah. So, she drinks it. And then she calms down for a second. And she just starts like violently shaking and she's like, ah, ah. And then Angel turns. She's like, Giles, Giles. And then we cut away. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, shit, what's going on with Buffy? So then we have the big reveal. We have a big reveal. Mm -hmm. And it is someone up in the school's like bell tower. (laughs) The school has a bell tower. They are unpacking a gun. They have it in a nice little case and they're opening it up and we pan up to reveal it is Jonathan. Jonathan's got this gigantic sniper rifle and he's posted up in the
0: bell tower and he's going to start assembling this gun. And you're like, oh, shit. My first thought when I saw this was, Jonathan, you can't kill everybody with this gun
1: no yeah that's a one shot reload yeah, i was like this is like late. heavy
0: reload situation i was like this isn't a what we find out later is also dumb but yeah yeah, yeah. it's not a i was like okay this isn't like this doesn't sound like what the what he overheard
1: also jonathan is like drenched in sweat <laughs> He's so sweaty. like they, it's like they dumped a bucket of water on him to do this yeah. scene uh so then we go back to Buffy's house and Angel's sitting next to her bed. And he's like, it looks like he's like praying. He's got his head slumped over and Buffy wakes up. And he's like, do you hear any, can it? Can you hear any thoughts? Do you hear anything? And Buffy's like, no, I've been cured. And we're like, woo, yay, Buffy. Yay. Yeah. Um, so then the gang, finally, the Scooby gang, they finally catch up to Freddy. In his office. Yeah. He just went back to his office hmm <laughs> like okay and they bust in there and they're like all right freddie you got some splaining to do buddy we interviewed everybody you were in the lunchroom we think that you're about to get ready to kill all these people in school and how could you i should have known it from the start you're the dark and brooding apathetic all black wearing kid and phrase like whoa, whoa 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 what shoot a bunch of people kill people what are you talking about? I thought that you guys were coming in here to bully me because I gave the Dingo's Ate My Baby a bad review. And then Oz is like, what? And he picks up the newspaper and he reads Freddie's review of Dingo's Ate My Baby, which is. They played like they had plump Polish sausages taped to their fingers. And Oz goes.
0: And Freddie goes, sorry about that. And Oz goes, No, nah, that's pretty fair. <laughs> I don't understand how this band is booking shows at the bronze that has like real musical acts. But we've also seen them play and they're not bad. They're good. But they always make fun of them being bad and not knowing how to play music. Well, Oz. Oz does. And like even like when he was with uh, the lead singers, like, yeah, most bands know more than three chords. Yeah. It's like, it's a weird vibe. Um, Like, how do I learn how to play? Is it hard to learn how to play guitar like you do? Not the way I do it. Not the way I do it. <laughs> like, yeah. They're floating in that weird thing where they're good and n- don't believe they're good or. Yeah. I but then know. they also aren't good because this review is. Like, well, I mean, it feels like
1: this guy would have given anything a bad review. Like, I don't think that he's given anything a good review except for maybe like something ironically.
0: But Oz is also like, yeah, this is kind of true. Freddy's a real Vance. <laughs> genius. Freddie Iverson <laughs> is a genius. <laughs>
1: so after like oh okay so it wasn't you we don't need to worry about you Freddie you just were worried about getting bullied about the uh dingo's review and then xander looks over at him and goes oh also if larry comes over with some kind of uh coming out special thing don't worry about that that's that's not true and everyone's like what what are you (laughs) and then buffy busts in wait what doesn't Buffy bust into the office at this point? No. Um, yeah, she does. does Buffy she- shows up. And she's yeah. like, guys, I'm cured. I don't have. To, I can't read people's minds anymore. And they're like, that's great. We still don't know who the killer is. And time is running out. Time is of the essence. And Cordelia sits down and she reads like a fan mail thing. Not, not a fan mail, but like a letter to the editor. And Freddie's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I get a bunch of these. And the thing that cordelia starts reading is about it's like a suicide or like a manifesto like a killer's manifesto or something and then she's like man doesn't anybody want to review the cheerleaders and it's like jesus
0: christ yes, she read it out loud and did not put did not see anything except for herself in it yeah um, it's like a it's like a death note
1: like oh you're all going to remember me after all the stuff that i do mm-hmm. and all that kind of shit and we're like oh my god and it signed uh jonathan I and guess then, it's signed, sign, John, because Willow looks at it. Yeah, and she, she goes, it's Jonathan. Oh, that guy's so slippery. He just escaped my grasp. Yeah. So then we go back to Jonathan assembling the gun, and now the gang is all running around trying to find him. Uh, Willow goes into the library. And she's like, Jonathan? Somebody goes into a classroom. It's like, Jonathan? Xander goes into the cafeteria and goes, Jonathan, where are you? he doesn't see him, and he goes, and he looks to his left,
0: and he goes, ooh, Jell-O. Gets distracted by fucking Jell-O. Which is crazy, because they panned across, like, cake before, too. <laughs>
1: and I, just I mean, like- <laughs> I understand why this happens yes. for the payoff at the end, but I was like, you're looking for a mass murderer, and you're like, ooh, Jell-O, and then you just go off and follow fucking Jell-O? Are you
0: kidding me, dude? Also... I feel like that school has jello every day at lunch. Yeah. And also it's jello. It's dude, not Jell-O a, It's is not so a, overrated, dude. It's not like this thing that's rare. Jello is not rare. Those yeah. jello cups existed then.
1: But yeah, Xander goes and he follows his nose to the jello and then Buffy's outside on the quad. She's looking around. She looks around and then She looks over. She looks up into the bell tower. and She sees Jonathan there standing in plain sight just holding a rifle like a fucking big dumb dipshit. Like, good God, dude. And she starts looking around like, fuck, how am I going to get up to the bell tower in time? And then she just makes no attempt at hiding any of this. She runs up the... Uh, like uh, like the handrail of the stairs mm-hmm. jumps up, parkours her way onto the roof mm-hmm. with this physically impossible flip. She does like a leap that's like like three
0: foot vertical.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and then pulls. And then, herself then she starts. <laughs> she swings and then does like a backflip onto the roof. And in planes, there's like. 30, 40 people in the quad. Everybody's outside. And everybody's looking at her doing this. Yeah. And the the girl that Buffy was cheating on, uh, cheating off of in class, <laughs> sees her do that. And she goes, I could fucking do that if I really
0: wanted to. <laughs> and that's when I was like, I wrote down, the students of this school are so delusional, this is why they don't know about vampires. Yeah. Like... It, well, it, like, you can't see her do this and that be the only reaction.
1: Yes. And also, like, you can't see her do this and then not follow her elsewhere. <laughs> or or follow her eyes and be like, oh, there's a guy with a gun up there. Yeah. Like, you don't, like, see where she's going or why
0: she's doing this. Yeah. Like, Buffy has never done this before in school. She's done, like, punches, but, like, she's never done, like, that run up the staircase is great. Then the- Yeah. Then the jump and then the like pulling the run up the up. staircase, physically possible, physically possible. Cool visual. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. The jump to grab
1: like the awning. That's I would still say that that's in the realm of
0: possibility for like a parkour expert, maybe not for a 18 year old girl that hasn't done. I don't know. But that flip up onto the roof <laughs> yeah. is physically impossible the with core it. strength. Those crunches were
1: not giving her that core strength.
0: Like <laughs> I don't care if
1: she's a slayer. I don't care there's no way that, that
0: she would have landed on that roof. Well, the slayers, yeah. Slayers are no. super natural. We, you're saying we saw her jump no. over like a, a ten foot fence. Yeah, but like the
1: physics of this, like the momentum would have taken there's no way that she would have done this. There's no fucking way.
0: Her she had. um she's got the witch powers of Willow guiding her through the air. She was. Right. She wrote a cloud and a tortoise the other day. You're saying oh, she can't do this. You know what? You're right. Come on, Giles. I forgot. About, I come forgot on, about the come cloud. On Giles. The tortoise. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just like I can't believe the student that I can't believe that was that girl's reaction. I could do yeah. that if I wanted to. Like what? So then
1: Buffy runs over to the clock tower, and Jonathan's drenched in sweat. He's got his gun fully assembled now, and she, Buffy bursts into this like breaks through the what the, is this room too i have no idea there's no bell in
0: there like it's a bell tower but there's no bell it looks like it looks like it's like it looks it's like, just a, like a watch it looks like a maintenance shed it looks like it has like the, that yeah. wall full of tools but yeah. why are they up there who keeps their tools at the top of a yeah. the purpose of this
1: tower is for snipers like yes. it's literally <laughs> the only purpose this thing could have <laughs> But Buffy bust, busts in, like, I'm not joking when I say busts, breaks in. She breaks through a wall, like, a little, like, blind thing to get in there. And Jonathan turns around and he points his gun at Buffy. He's like, stay back. Stay back, Buffy. And she's like, all right, I will. I'll stay back. But Jonathan, you can't be doing this. And he's like, what do you care? What do you care? You all don't fucking you don't care about me you know you you probably think i'm up here you think i'm some short dumb idiot and then buffy uh don drapers him and she goes actually i don't think about you at all (laughs) you know what most people don't think about you at all you're insignificant dude and let me tell you why you think it's because that nobody cares about you you think that it's and she starts walking towards me he's like stay back I'll fucking shoot you. She's
0: She's a slayer, but bullets will kill her.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then she starts, you know, waxing poetic about, you know, look, dude, nobody thinks about you, not because they don't care about you or they think that you're a short idiot or you're a nerd or whatever. It's just like nobody thinks about you because everybody's thinking about themselves. Everybody's worried about their own shit. Everybody's going through all these stresses in life, in life, and if you think that they're worried about your problems, you're you're you are an idiot because they don't care about you at all. And I learned that the last couple of days because uh, of my mind reading abilities. That I will not tell you about. And she's looking out the window and she's basically standing right next to Jonathan at this point. And Jonathan's like looking at her mouth agape.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she's like, and then after her speech about you know, like everybody's going through their own shit, she turns to Jonathan. And she's like you know, I could have taken that gun from you at any moment right now. And he's like, I know that she goes, but I'd prefer if we did it this way. And she holds out her hand and Jonathan gives her the gun. And she goes, I mean, I don't know what you were thinking about doing man. Like you're like, you think that you're doing this all for the attention. Like this isn't the attention that you want. And he's like, do it for your attention. What are you talking about? I didn't want anybody's attention. She's like, you were going to shoot people. Like this isn't the way to do it. This isn't the way to get good attention. And Jonathan's like, I wasn't going to hurt anybody. I would never do that. I came up here to kill myself. And then Buffy's like,
0: wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So there's a, there's another part of this like early on where he's like, oh, you wouldn't know you're beautiful and athletic. Yeah, and like everyone knows she's athletic. Yet somehow Principal Snyder hasn't forced her to play sports. Yeah, I forgot
1: to mention that he does say, like, yeah, it's real easy for you to say, like, you're beautiful and athletic. That's a
0: real crippler. Yeah, and she's like, oh, you don't even know how bad I have it, <laughs> you little troll, you sweaty troll. <laughs> like, indicate so. They have that, and that's kind of why they set up her, like, uh, you know, oh, I hate being this player. It's not that easy. Um, yeah. He put together the most convoluted gun if he was planning to kill himself. Mm-hmm. Physically, it's like a shotgun where it's almost impossible to shoot yourself with. Yeah. Uh, like it's but he the, has to, like, hold it, like, like arms outstretched super far. <laughs> yeah. Like... No, like this this is complete like forced mislead. There's no way he's shooting himself in the head with a sniper rifle.
1: Maybe that's the only gun he has. (laughs) He He could have
0: jumped out of the tower. How did he get that (laughs) gun? Like is his dad like ex military or something? Yeah, like that is like heavy duty. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's not a gun that you would shoot yourself with. Um and then when he hands it to Buffy and they're standing in the windowsill, I'm like, you guys should back up yeah because they just saw you run up here and now they're seeing him hand you a gun and then buffy like uh disarms it like she i thought she was gonna like break it down like in those jackie chan movies where you yeah. just like take the whole gun apart yeah disassemble um, it in like yeah. two seconds but she takes the one uh bullet out of the uh out of chamber the chamber which uh i don't know how she knows how to do that so yeah that's really what i was tra- thinking she doesn't train with guns at all um, but yeah, she, but she was straight up military right there. Um, maybe Xander gave her some military
1: guy training. <laughs> yeah, where's Zander- maybe she read read Xander's mind, got the military guy training, and
0: Xander's military guy training said, "Oh, if you see Jello, you go to Jello." Yeah, but yeah, that was a. Oh, oh, another thought I had with this was that I didn't believe at all that Jonathan was planning to shoot people, um, even when this was happening, because. From all of our exchanges with our fans and our comments on Jonathan, if Jonathan was to somehow turn out to be a mass shooter at a Mm -hmm. school, I don't think people would have been like, yeah, Jonathan should have been in that episode or like, yeah, I was like Doppelgang land. We were like, Jonathan needs to be there with a big glug or giant glug or whatever. It would have really been just a damaging thing for him. So I didn't think that he was actually going to shoot everyone.
1: I will say that it was a nice like because we've been seeing hints of Jonathan all throughout the series and it was a nice way to like fold him into a main storyline for at least this episode. You know, like it was pretty cool, like all these Easter eggs of Jonathan and then it finally builds up into, well, what ends up to be really
0: nothing. But he was an integral part of this this episode. Well, he was mad when Buffy saved him from the swim team bullies. Mm-hmm. Because it was like the male e- that was the male ego episode of yeah. Rapey Dude's swim team yeah. and uh and Xander being like, Hey, I can handle Larry. Yeah. Didn't Larry come out in that episode too? I think he did. I think he, I think he came out in that yeah. fish episode.
1: Was it the when all the swim team was turning into
0: No. When do he goes to the locker room? When does Larry come out? I know it's in the locker room.
1: Yeah, I don't think it is the swim team episode, to be honest.
0: I feel like it, it might have been because it was one of those interrogation scenes. Again, where everyone was yeah, going around know, interrogating. Yeah, right. It yeah. might have been. Yeah.
1: Um. But anyway, so Jonathan's like, I would never hurt anybody. I, would, I was came up here to kill myself. Like,
0: why would you kill yourself up there also? Yeah, like if you you sent a letter in to the school paper. In the middle of the day. I mean, he. Like, who knows when he sent that in because the guy hasn't been. No, like, but like, anything. why would he kill
1: himself there in the middle of the day? I guess to like make everybody feel bad about not thinking about him. Yeah,
0: it's a little bit of. You
1: know. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So after he's like, I'm not going to kill, I wasn't going to hurt anybody. I was going to kill myself. And Buffy's like, wait a second, what? We cut to Xander. And Xander is walking in the cafeteria and he's following his nose to the jello. And he goes to grab the jello and he's about to eat it. And then he looks up. And he sees the lunch lady who is just dumping a gigantic box of rat poison into this gigantic pot and giving the shifty eyes.
0: It is the most cartoonish thing I've ever seen in my life. And I kind of love it. Like, it's not great, but I kind of love it.
1: It was very funny. And this is where I was like, is this tactful? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Is> this... <laughs> well, the, like, wolf... the, the scene before they're dealing about with like everybody's going through their own pain this guy's about to kill himself this is like serious subject matter yeah. and then the literal next scene is like a woman evilly and cartoonishly like shifty eyes putting a gigantic enormous box of
0: rat poison into like a stew it's like it's <laughs> it's like powdered detergent level and like you just hear it splashing like it's the amount the size of the pot and the size of the box of rat poison she's pulling in there is more poison than food yeah yeah (laughs) also the cafe okay outside was full of people right Mm -hmm. and the cafeteria also has people in it Mm -hmm. like she should have done this the night before like it's no way she's she's doing this during the service yeah, it seems like she's doing this.
1: It seemed like after lunch. <laughs> yeah, like people already have food.
0: Yeah. So
1: Xander and her have like a moment of eye contact, and Xander throws the jello down. He's like, oh, shit, everybody, put the food down. He runs outside, starts slapping trays and slapping dishes out of people's hands. The lunch lady grabs a gigantic meat cleaver and starts chasing him. Xander's slapping all this stuff, and then he eventually does the old trip and fall. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, the old trip and fall. They can't, they can't help it. Yeah, and the lunch lady comes out with her giant meat cleaver in front of, I would say, in the, in this cafeteria, 20. at least twenty people. At least twenty. And she's got this meat cleaver reared back. She's going to come down and chop Xander. Um, and Buffy comes in. She grabs her arm and saves Xander. And she's like, oh, I should have known it was you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't even know how she knew to come straight to the cafeteria then. Right? How the fuck did she know it was the lunch lady? She just jumped straight down from the tower, ran to the cafeteria. And then Buffy and the lunch lady
1: have a fight in front of these at least 20 people. Mm -hmm. And the lunch lady's holding her own for a second Mm -hmm. against the slayer. Lunch lady's punching Buffy. Buffy's spin kicking this lunch
0: lady. Yo, and everyone's just watching. Yeah. And then
1: Buffy kicks her like two or three times and then finishes her off with like a gigantic spin kick. And the lunch lady goes flying over a table, falls over a table, and then has the most cartoonish like, eh, like, <laughs> like pass out, knock out moment. Yeah. And it's absolutely hilarious. And I loved it. Yeah. I mean, but I, kinda, I felt
0: like this really undercut the serious nature of oh, this. Yeah. My episode. undercutting happens later. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. But, uh, I, I knew they would have another twist because like I was saying, I, I didn't believe that Jonathan was going to have this hill turn kind of like fake death, you know? Yeah. Um,
1: and I think I know exactly the moment of undercutting <laughs> with you. <laughs> yeah. Because it was very weird and, like, really bitchy. Yes. Um. So let's get to it. So it's school the next day. And Buffy and Willow were walking to school. And all that Willow's concerned about is, like, how did it go with Angel? <laughs> They're talking about, like, oh, do you think Angel really loves you? And Buffy's like, yeah, you know, he he said it again. And I feel a lot more secure. And I don't really need to be in his mind to cool. know that that he is, like into me and willow's like cool all right well i'll talk to you later giles walks up willow walks away and giles is like so she was crazy yesterday huh with jonathan right how's he doing and buffy's like he's doing all right you know he uh he is suspended from school um he's getting some counseling now his parents were upset but you know i went and i visited him and I've been talking with him and he seems like he's doing better. He knows what he was doing was wrong. But honestly, I kind of wish I wasn't doing this at this point because he's starting to get those puppy dog eyes where it's like he's going to ask me to prom. And then Giles goes, well, I mean, if if he does ask you, you know, maybe it'd be like the nice thing to do to to go with him. And Buffy goes, fuck no. What am I, St. Buffy? That guy's like three feet tall not gonna fucking go to prom with that
0: shrimp loser <laughs> yeah I was jesus like, christ dude i was like so if you're if you relate to jonathan and you're watching this episode in the 90s you know mm-hmm. and you're like okay all right maybe and there's like nope no hope for you they were yep. just saying what they want to your face <laughs> like, yeah like i was like you don't need that it was so she
1: could, catty. She could have been was, like,
0: she could have said something like, uh, "Yeah, I don't think Angel would like that." Boom, there you go. You like have her say that she's not going to go to the dance with him, but she doesn't shit on this guy. Yeah, like and this was like a Cordelia so line. Yeah,
1: but oh, she was so upset about like, no, the perished the thought. Yeah,
0: St. Buffy.
1: I'd sooner die than go to prom with that fucking loser. You'll find me in the bell tower.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, jeez, Buffy. Um, Because the the scene starts with uh, her being like, you know, it was nice to help someone in a non-slayer capacity. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, nice. You could actually, like, help people without having to punch or jump kick them. Yeah. um but no she uh no she just goes and she goes right ahead and
1: gives him good roast and yeah um so giles is like well i'm glad to see that uh through all of this you've maintained your personality <laughs> <laughs> and she's like yep hard to get that away from me and he's like all right well now that we are uh through with that you want to do some training after school and buffy's like yeah I'm down to do some training after school. Uh, if you can find time between fucking my mom and then she walks away and then Giles walks directly into a
0: gigantic tree. <laughs> like <laughs> The episode turns into like a loony team. So he walks into yeah. a tree. Yeah. The rat it's poison. A, yeah. Rat poison and jello. Like, I mean, geez, dude, like, <laughs> But that is it. Roll credits after Giles bumps himself into a tree. And the funniest thing that you were talking about, like, oh, they were like, how's Angel doing? How's Jonathan doing? No mention of the lunch lady who was trying to poison a whole school full of children. Yep. And no mention of if she was successful
1: earlier. Because Xander's slapping trays out of people's Mm -hmm. hands. Like, how early did she get to poisoning this you yeah, know did was, she have another gigantic box of rat poison is she suspended is she
0: in jail is she arrested like no nope. no mention no, of that no mention. she's not that important she's just there for a comic well like why is she killing all of them because they're they don't like our food they're because mean. you come in every day and you eat
1: filth you're filthy and all you do is eat filth it's like you're the one like, serving it yeah I don't know. Is she like a gourmet chef and like she's sad about her job or career ending up the way that it did? Like, I don't know. like, But that is the quote. She was like, you guys come in here and you're filthy and all you do is eat filth. Like that's your motivation for mass murder? I know. Um, Wild. But that is it, everybody. That's yeah. the episode. That is earshot no idea our our fucking
0: predictions were way 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 well i thought i thought she would overhear i thought she would overhear something Mm -hmm. um but i mean i didn't i didn't didn't think i thought it was going to be overhear something about her being a slayer or demon stuff i didn't know she was going to get the power to read minds at all
1: but the the title has nothing to do with the episode
0: like being within earshot it's like hearing something I mean that's, that's a stretch. That's a bit of a stretch. The whole episode is a bit of a stretch. <laughs>
1: this whole series is a bit of a stretch.
0: <laughs> I couldn't uh, hear what it sounded like a I couldn't tell if it was a male voice or a female voice. They just yeah. did a male voice so that we think it was a teacher.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. it. Um next episode Vance is uh, so th- this is the weird thing is the chronology of how these episodes aired. So it went f- enemies and then this next episode actually is the one that came after Enemies. So Earshot aired much, much later because of the whole Columbine thing. So in the actual uh, chronology of how this episode, how these this show happened back in the day, it went doppelganger Land, Enemies. And then this next episode, which is titled Choices. What do you think? Choices, so, Choices aired on
0: TV then or this? This is the we're watching it the way it actually aired. No, we're watching it out of order at this point.
1: Really? Yeah, because airshot, uh, earshot got postponed uh to September, and this choices actually aired May fourth. Mm-hmm. Enemies aired March sixteenth. Um, so we're watching. Air- so we're watching it the way it should have been aired, but it didn't. Yes. Okay. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, because the original air date, the Damn. original scheduled air date for earshot was. April 27th nice. so we are actually on yeah, the canonical fun. track yeah yeah that's fine Um, but yeah the next episode Vance is titled Choices I think this is having to do with Faith having some kind of conflict and uh, choices that she has to make and Buffy having to make a choice about whether or not to try and save Faith or if she's a lost cause
0: alright I think uh, it could either be Xander choosing between Jell-O or Pudding <laughs> <laughs> or uh or Wesley choosing between jail or cordelia. <laughs> there you have it folks, those are other
1: predictions. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh join the Discord. Have a lot of lively conversations happening there a lot recently. Uh join our Patreon, uh patreon.com slash boys watching buffy. We're gonna have some stuff get in on that early access. Uh, follow the Instagram at Buffy. write in an email Buffy at gmail.com like, rate and review, subscribe all that jazz you know if we get a fucking good rate and review we shout you out Lohan sent them there for you you'll be uh, shouted out on a world famous Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast immortalized <laughs> on the airwaves exactly And stay tuned next time, everybody, for when we talk about choices.
0: It was intense. Yeah, for a minute there, I thought you were going to make an expression. Well, I felt one coming on, I won't lie. Seltzer Kings. Podcasts.